Welcome to the Fempreneur Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Berry. Today's guest is Melissa Pierce. She is one of the first ever graduates of Fempreneur Marketing School. Um, I've been so proud to share her wins with all of you because I got to have a little part in helping her get her business started. Uh, Fempreneur Marketing School was one of the things that Melissa did to figure out how to start talking about her business on Facebook and Instagram. And her business has really blown up. She's operating her nature schools for kids all over Calgary. She's got a great group of staff, so she doesn't even have to be on location when her programs are running now. She has grown explosively over the last uh, couple of years. And I want to share her with you today. So let's dive into the interview. Um, actually, before we do that, just so you know, the link to learn more about the Women's Wilderness Weekend, which we mentioned in this episode, is below here in the, in the show notes. So check that out. Tell us a bit about, for those ladies watching who don't know you, don't know what you do, tell us a bit about Rediscover Nature, Play, Schools, and all the things you do. Sure. Rediscover Play is all about rediscovering play and yourself, and we run nature schools where the kids are immersed in emergent curriculum and uh, child inquiry-driven activities where staff do focused uh, bushcraft lessons and wilderness and nature lessons. And um, of course, we also branched into uh, teaching woman bushcraft skills, yay, and doing our wild woman weekends. And that's kind of what we're talking about today. So that's exciting. So yeah, we, we basically, I basically run programs for kids and adults from age three till whatever age. So it's kind of, right. yeah. All right. So yeah, so you've branched into teaching more women in the last probably few months. Um, what does that look like? What kind of women are seeking out oh, the kind of skills and knowledge that you have? Like, why do they want to learn from you? What, what, like, what kind of women are coming into your world looking for this knowledge? So the majority of women that are seeking me out are ones, well, it, it, it varies a little bit, but most of all are excited about being outdoors. Um, most either did it at some point in their life and have just kind of come away from it, or maybe they did a little bit of it and let others do it for them or whatever those dynamics might look like. And so they just, they've come to realize how important it is and how um, they would like to be more confident doing bushcraft and camping skills on their own. Um, we do have a few who are green as green can be and they're like, I want to learn more. I want to, I want to be this and do this. So you have that as well. So we do get a mix, um, but it's definitely not something to be intimidated by. It is a safe place for anyone and everyone to just come and either revisit skill sets that they have or learn a brand new um, opportunity who feel confident in themselves and their outdoor skills. Right. And I feel like our last group of six women who came to our first ever Women's Wilderness Weekend were a mix of women who were, were like, I'm going to learn this stuff. I want to do this. I know this is something I need to know and want to know. And then we had some there who were just curious. They were kind of like, uh, I've done a little bit of this in the past, but it's been a long time. I'm not really sure. Mm -hmm. I, I think maybe they were more there just for a girls weekend, which was awesome. Yeah. No. So what are some of the things that we um, did at our last Women's Wilderness Weekend that we're definitely going to do again at the one coming up on August 19th? Well, I think we're definitely going to have fun. 
And again, just wherever the ladies are at is where we want to meet them. So we're open to um, having some focused, you know, learning sessions, if that's what they're choosing, whether it be, you know, how do I light a fire? How do I use a knife safely? Um, tie knots to just, even just to do the basic knots that we can set up um, tarps when it starts to rain or, you know, wind shelter. So honestly, it's like what I do with anything. It's kind of going to be led by the group that shows up. So what do you want? Like, what do you want from me? What do you want from us? And we're going to do our best to provide that in a safe and fun environment for sure. I think the weather dictated a lot of what happened last time too. Like we ended up with a lot more rain than I think we kind of hoped we would have, but it worked out so good because we we our tarp skills are top notch now because we had to like build tarp city yeah. as the rain started pouring down on us and though i think the women gained a lot from that experience we probably just wouldn't have even done that had it not rained on us as much as it did yeah. um i mean i have to say i'm really glad it rained as much as it did um i think a lot of the women came away um knowing how to set up their tents differently next time mm-hmm. and i think um, for you and I, we know a little more about how to prepare the women coming to the one on August 19th for what to bring. Like you need to have a tarp for under your tent. You need to have a tarp for over your tent. Your tent and the little fly that it comes with is not necessarily going to be enough. So be more prepared and have those extra other tarps. Um, what are some other things that you took away from our first ever that are going to cause this next one to be even better? Well, I definitely know that, again, being our first event that we certainly, you know, that's the beauty of doing things is that you're like, okay, where are some areas? How can we debrief? Uh, Weather is obviously going to determine a lot. Uh, That's just how it goes. But um, outside of the weather, I think our cooking experience would be, we tweaked that a little bit more. We we just, I mean, it was our first go. So we're busy doing things. And then all of a sudden you're like, what? It's one o'clock. And no one had started the fire because no one knew what to do with the fire. So it's kind of, yeah. you know, just learning as you go and just say, all right, we're going to maybe simplify that a little bit more, break those, those ladies into different groups so that they're all still getting the benefit of whatever teaching or learning they want. But also, while well, the teaching and learning is the fire too. So just saying, okay, we're going to rotate these groups and this group's going to be in charge of getting the fire going and this one's going to be prepping and cooking and then rotating that through so everyone's getting a good feel. So, but that was also just kind of part of the fun of it too. It was like, oh my gosh, I guess we're eating one meal a day at 10 o'clock at night. Awesome. Oh, that's so funny, right? We like, we like eat breakfast. Well, but that's how I camp. I eat breakfast after my coffee and Bailey's has kind of wore off and I feel hungry, which is usually at noon. Mm-hmm. And then I just like kind of drink beer all afternoon. So I don't yeah. really feel hungry. <laughs> and then I eat dinner right. and that's it. Like I don't do three meals yeah. a day. So right. I think we learned like to have some more snacks available. Yeah. I think we also learned that the cooking part of the weekend could actually have been, been the whole weekend cooking in yeah. when you're camping yeah. over a fire. Yeah. That's a, that's a course in itself. So I think, I think we kind of agreed that next time you and I are going to kind of divide and conquer and we're going to sort of like take, you know, you take half the group and do some bushcraft stuff and I'm going to take the other half and we're going to prepare a meal or something like that. Um, But I think you and I are both really good at flying by the seat of our pants and um, we're pretty excited to share what we know. So it's going to be good. It's going to be awesome. It's really for whoever shows up, but if you're, if you're watching this or you're here about this and you're, you know, hesitant and nervous, don't be because Lindsay and I are fun 
fun and we're just totally want to do and teach whatever you guys want to learn so that's the beauty of this program and if we don't know absolutely it, we're together so it's all cool <laughs> Yeah, and leading up to the the weekend, um, it was the first weekend of July that we held that, you were working on a book, gathering together a lot of your bushcraft knowledge, yeah. um, camping, you know, packing lists, yeah. food, and then supplies, um, a lot of the stories from your life that illustrate, you know, the reasons why it's important to be self-sufficient in nature. And that book is like coming very close to being available on Amazon. So I want to thank you for putting so much work into that because I know how busy you are. So good job. Yeah, thank you. I know I've kind of put that on the back burner, to be honest. And I know that's not the best thing to do, but life did get kind of crazy here with camps and everything. But it is in the works. I've got the final edit done from my lovely daughter, Renee, who put a lot of thought into her editing. <laughs> which nice. I and so, yeah, it's just going to be a matter of finalizing that and getting it up. So that'll be soon. Nice. And so tell us a bit about a typical week in the life of Melissa. What do you do every week? What kind of women um, who are probably mothers could gain from these camps that you run for kids? Right. So we are running camps from various places. We just finished our first ever equine and nature camp. So that was quite successful and exciting and new for me, uh, the equine piece, of course. So I learned a lot as well. And then it was just a great little group of uh, humans and we are running in the fall. So that's an option for our homeschool families. Um, also families that are actually, if they have their kids in school, um, to have those conversations with the teachers and the principals, because especially if your child's on an IPP of any sort, um, most schools- want What's an IPP? IPP is a individual um, IPP. Plan. Sorry. So typically with a child that has some um, diagnosis like ADHD or learning disabilities or FASD or just for ver there's various reasons, they have what's called an IPP. Sorry. <laughs> for some reason, my brain's forgetting what exactly stands for, but it's just a, a personalized plan, a learning plan for an individual child. And so if a child is on that, a lot of times you can advocate for your kid and just say, I know that nature schools are great for my child's self-esteem. I know they're good for my child's resilience and social social aspects. And I know for my own son, before I was even running full-time we Rediscover Play, um, the school he was in, was they were fantastic. And one Friday a week, they didn't, they excused him and included nature school as part of his, his, his personal learning plan. So if you have a school that you can work with and you're advocating, um, you can actually have your kids join things like this. Um, so obviously come chat with me about that if that relates to anyone and if you are a homeschool family this is just a great um, alternative to your plan your homeschool plan it gives you a bit of a break but there's lots of curriculum connections being made as well if you need those or if you're just happy with the bushcraft piece or the equine piece so yeah we're running the equine nature schools one day a week um and i have various spots we're opening up a spot in airdrie we have preschool running in Pritis. Um, and then, of course, all ages, Bray Creek and a couple uh, spots in um, Calgary and Water Valley. So there's lots of options. And it's just it's, it's amazing to see kids just be able to um, kind of lead the curriculum in some ways. I mean, we do come with our focused teaching, of course, and their structure to the day. But it's also really beautiful when nature shows up where the kids um, own inquisitiveness or curiosity, you know, kind of helps us create the plan for the next day or whatever or in the moment nature shows up weather shows up and then it's a whole new learning experience and 
all my staff are so flexible and excited about that that it doesn't throw them off this is like this is this is where we're going today because this is how it's going and it's I don't know it's just it's fantastic it really is so, well, you know what's fantastic, and it's kind of a sad story, but you've definitely done some amazing things with this sad story, is I know when your brother passed away, that was really a catalyst to you following your heart and starting this business. Yeah. Um, do you want to tell everyone a little bit about how that came to be? I mean, starting a business, doing these super fun things you're doing is probably a lot of women's dream. Like, how did you take this from idea to reality? Right. So I was actually running programs at a private school up to the birth of rediscover play and it actually my brother actually died of an overdose and it really set me back quite a bit so during my healing which I typically do outdoors um memories of our childhood just kept coming forward and all our time together and I just remembered how healing it was and how organic and awesome just being outdoors was without so much not too much parental supervision really for that matter but what we learned then perseverance and resilience and the things that we just just grew us to be who we are and I just it really came to me through time like it wasn't immediate of course and healing and the grief process um, takes time that I realized I was doing injustice to the kids in my care because the program I was running was all indoors and I just really knew that they needed out more uh, just like I did <laughs> and so it's always re rediscovery of play rediscovery of yours rediscovery of myself and uh, that's when rediscover play was birthed and I started taking that program outdoors and then it just kind of grew from there and those opportunities just kept opening and throughout COVID it was very much a uh, necessity for kids to um, have an opportunity to live in a world that was somewhat normal um, and being outdoors provided that opportunity for them and us so yeah but Clint was yeah. definitely a catalyst. That's why it's called Rediscover Play, um, because that's what I did. So, yeah. That's awesome. Well, thank you for sharing that story. Um, I'm just honored to be able to partner with you. For those of you who are part of the 22-day Instagram marketing challenge that I've been putting out on YouTube, a completely free training series, you'll know that video 17 and 18 talk a lot about kind of what Melissa and I created with this Women's Wilderness Weekend. And it's just having conversations with people about things that you're passionate about that may not have anything to do with your core business. Like some would argue like, well, Lindsay, you taking a bunch of women camping, like how does that have anything to do with marketing and the other things you do for a living? I mean, they kind of do tie in because it's all about serving women and helping them feel more confident. But it was just a matter of like talking to my boyfriend about it and him even saying like, you're so passionate about camping and, you know, and, and I get, would get these comments on these videos and, and, you know, stories that I have put on Facebook and Instagram, women saying, oh my gosh, I would love to go camping like you do but I don't know where to start. And I just felt very called to do something. And then I told you this, Melissa, and you were like, why the hell wouldn't we build something like that? You know, so creating opportunities for yourself starts with talking about the things you want to do. And don't be afraid that it might not happen. That's that it doesn't matter if it happens. What matters is that you're being true to yourself and true to the gifts that you've been blessed with. So if you have something similar to this Women's Wilderness Weekend that's on your heart that you'd love to build, but you know you're going to need some sort of a partnership, then start talking about it. You know, start finding people in your network and do Instagram live interviews with them. And, and, and you know, you never know what can happen, right? So I just wanted to leave you all with that. Melissa, is there anything you want to leave Fempreneurs with before we hop off? 
just be brave, step out of your comfort zones and reach out to others. Um, there's so many fantastic fempreneurs out there that want to walk alongside you. So just take that first step because sometimes that first step just leads into exactly what you were meant to do. And so we need to just, um, yeah, partner with each other and uh, be brave. <laughs> Yes. Okay. Well, thank you so much. I look forward to seeing many of you ladies, August 19th. You can go and book yourself in. Um, we have eight spots available in the camping weekend, uh, August 19th. And, um, you know, even if we only have like, you know, four or five women registered, that's enough. We're going to run it. It's going to be awesome because just to be able to be out camping with a group of ladies, like I can't wait. We're going to take you out to a little different area this time. Last time we were out near Water Valley. This time we're going to go out near Kananaskis. So not super far, not very far past Bragg Creek. We will be able to drive our vehicles into the campsite, which means our food will be in the vehicles at night. Yes. Um, but you will be sleeping in your tent and yes. we will be busy, busy, busy. And we'll have water nearby. So you might want to bring a bathing suit just in case you want to do a little splash, splash bath at some point. Um, we did three nights last time. We're doing two nights this time. So just the Friday, Saturday. And yeah, go to yycfempreneurs.com slash wild to learn more. All right, one more reminder before you take off, the link to check out the Women's Wilderness Weekend is below in the show notes. Um, I was lucky enough to grow up in a pretty outdoorsy family, hunting, fishing, camping, uh, boating, you know, just all sorts of outdoorsy stuff. Uh, I, I'm really glad I grew up like that. But there were a lot of years when I took it for granted. I didn't even realize that there were a lot of women out there who wanted to know how to go camping, like what to pack and where to go and, you know, different things like that. And they were worried about getting out into nature without, you know, maybe just not having something. So that fear of the unknown stopped them from going out in nature. And I, of course, um, learned through just, you know, feedback from others seeing my Facebook and Instagram posts that, that there were a lot of women that wanted to gain those skills. So if you're one of them and you uh, want to come out to the Calgary area, if you don't live here and participate in a women's wilderness weekend, please reach out to me, uh, check out the, the Instagram or sorry, the website at yycfempreneurs.com slash wild, get to know what the program is all about, how the weekend works. If you don't get in on it uh, this summer, then there's always next summer. And again, just want to shout out Melissa Pierce. I'm so, so proud to call her my friend and a Femprinter Marketing School graduate. She is killing it. Make sure to follow her. The link to uh, her website and her Instagram are in the show notes as well. All right, we'll see you back next week.